Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 61, Give Willingness a Try. Welcome, I'm your host Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very grateful member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we'll be searching to find the happiest moments in any situation, in every circumstance. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast again today. Last time we talked about questions and answers. Today, we're going to be talking about willingness. I had the chance to teach at a math conference in Santa Fe several years ago. It was so fun. And I remember the keynote speaker taught me something I have never forgotten. She told of a story of a time when she wanted to become more aware of what made people willing willing to change, willing to keep trying, willing to push through challenges like big, hard math problems, and willing to learn and grow. She explained, quote, When I was a young researcher, something happened that changed my life. I was obsessed with understanding how people coped with failure, and I decided to study it by watching how students would handle working with hard problems. So, I brought a few children in one at a time to a room in their school and then gave them a series of puzzles to solve, ranging from easy at first and then increasingly getting harder. As the students worked on the harder puzzles, I watched closely as they struggled, strained, tried, and then tried again and again. I was anxious to observe their strategies, but was more driven to investigate their thinking, feelings, determination, and their willingness to achieve as they attempted to solve the harder ones. I had expected differences among the children and how they would cope with the challenge, but I saw something I never had expected as I watched them confront the hard puzzles. One ten-year-old boy who had tried and failed pulled up his chair, rubbed his hands together, smacked his lips, and cried out, I love a good challenge. Another child, sweating away on the harder puzzles, looked up with a pleased expression and said with authority, You know, I was hoping this was going to teach me something new today. What's wrong with them, I wondered. These children became my role models. They obviously knew something I didn't, and I became determined to figure it out, to understand what these children had that could turn a failure into a willingness to learn something new. They weren't discouraged when things got harder. They didn't even think they were failing. They thought they were learning. They were willing to try again until they got it. They had a desire to keep going. Somehow they believed they could do it right in the middle of not being able to do it. They had high hopes that they could. 
but more important than the confidence they had that they would figure it out. They were willing to allow learning something new in the middle of the process, even if they didn't figure it out. That gave them willingness to try. End quote. And I specifically love the part where she said, they weren't discouraged when things got harder. They didn't even think they were failing. They thought they were learning. Don't you just love that? To learn, to grow, to overcome, and then to become better requires willingness to try, willingness to change, and willingness to even transform. Where does willingness come from? Willingness is more than just wanting. Without willingness, all the want in the world will get you nowhere. Without willingness to work for what you want, the wanting becomes empty. And just wanting isn't enough. Willingness requires deliberate, purposeful work and effort. Elder Kevin W. Pearson spoke on willingness in last year's October conference. He taught, quote, The church is a gathering place for imperfect individuals who love God and who are willing to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. That willingness is rooted in the reality that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. This divine truth can be known only by the power of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, our willingness is directly proportionate to the amount of time we commit to be in holy places where the influence of the Holy Ghost is present. Willingness is the catalyst of faith. The purpose of mortality is to prove our willingness. End quote. In last spring's general conference, Sister Bonnie Corden said, quote, True joy rests on our willingness to come closer to Christ and witness for ourselves. End quote. So, where does true joy come? It comes in our willingness to come closer to Christ. So, what is willingness? Willingness is readiness. It's a disposition. Willingness has enthusiasm, decisiveness, and determination. Willingness is purposeful while holding tight to resolve through faith and hope. The opposite of willingness, and I always love to look at the opposite of words to help me really understand them better. The opposite of willingness is reluctance foot-dragging, and uncertainty. Unwillingness cleans on to doubt. Reluctance holds fast to hesitancy. And aversion inclines itself to delaying, halting, and eventually quitting and stopping. Elder Neil A. Maxwell, when talking about willingness, one time said, quote, Suppose Enoch had not been willing when called by the Lord. He would have gone on being a good person, serving the Lord part-time, living in a city compared to a glorious city of Enoch. Suppose Peter had not been willing to leave his net straightway. 
he might have become the respected president of the local Galilean Fishermen's Association. But he would not have been on the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus, Moses, and Elias, and heard the voice of God. End quote. Even though Nephi didn't know how he would get the plates from Laban, with willingness, he trusted in the Lord. And then he replied to his own father and said, I will go and do the things the Lord has commanded me. So also did a wondering but submissive Mary, as she willingly replied, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Why do we need to be willing to come closer to Christ and witness for ourselves in this life? Sister Corden explained, We live in a fallen world with distractions, coaxing our eyes and hearts down instead of heavenward. We need Jesus Christ. The adversary creates so much noise that it can be difficult to hear the Lord's voice. Our world, our challenges, our circumstances will not get quieter, but we can and must hunger and thirst after the things of Christ to hear him with clarity. Another quote I love from Elder Maxwell about this said, quote, It is so easy to be half-hearted, but this only produces half the growth, half the blessings, and half a life, really, with more bud than blossom. A superficial view of this life, therefore, will not do, lest we mistakenly speak of this mortal experience only as coming here to get a body, as if we were merely picking up a suit at the cleaners, or lest we casually recite how we have come here to be proved, as if a few brisk push-ups and deep knee bends would be enough. End quote. When we live the gospel of Jesus Christ with full hearts, seeking for his full blessings, that's when true happiness is possible. Even as the puzzles in our lives become challenging and our willingness to work through them begins as new learning experiences come. So how do we do it? How do we willingly draw closer to Christ, to gain our own personal witness of Him, and to walk in true joy. Well, you begin, and then you gain, and then you build, and then you gain more, and then you bear witness, which draws you even more closer to Him. So why is it sometimes so hard in our everyday lives to draw close enough to Christ. Remember the opposite of willingness is reluctance, foot-dragging, and uncertainty. Unwillingness clings on to doubt. Reluctance holds fast to hesitancy, and aversion inclines itself to delaying and halting. So why do we sometimes hold back? Elder Maxwell taught, Sometimes our holding back occurs because we lack faith, or maybe we are too entangled with the cares of the world, 
Other times, there is in us a fear which slows our yielding because we sense what further yielding might bring. This holding back is like leaving Egypt without journeying all the way to the Holy Land, or waiting in Nauvoo for the railroad to come through, or staying permanently at winter quarters, end quote. Don't let the world have you. Don't let the puzzles that come into your life drag you down. Don't yield to Satan's lies that you aren't enough, not powerful enough, or not loved enough. You are here on this earth at this time to do what you have been reserved and prepared to do at this time. You are more than enough. You are powerful enough and you are loved more than you will ever know. You are here at such a time as this as a disciple of Jesus Christ with everything you need to willingly draw closer to Christ. So, how do you willingly draw closer to Christ? First, you remember and you hold on tight to who you really are, a powerful, determined disciple of Jesus Christ who indeed can do hard puzzles in this lifetime. You are a beloved child of a Father in Heaven who loves you individually, specifically, and continually. And because of His great love for you, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to save you. Next, willingness to draw closer to Christ comes as you know that you have been sent here at this time with purpose, meaning, and direction, blessed and armed with faith, power, and strength, knowing why you are here and why you are tested also tells you who you can go to for help. Go to God. You will need more than your own strength in this life. Third, drawing closer to Christ comes because you are already ready, even today, even right in the middle of your own learning experience puzzles. You are ready to learn, ready to grow, and ready to sometimes be stretched. Willingness to keep growing, fearlessness to examine what needs to be done, openness to the possibilities that God has for you in your life and the potential you might not even know of yet as you go through the joys and sorrows. After all, He knows you and your possibilities better than you do. Fourth, willingness to draw closer to Christ comes as you seek to listen more to the Holy Ghost, where He will direct you toward what you need in your life to continue to draw closer to Christ. Then as you willingly begin, gain, build, and then bear witness of Him, the Spirit will witness to you again, drawing you even closer. And finally, willingness to draw closer to Christ comes when we begin by putting our faith into action. Then when you build, you gain And when you gain, you testify. 
and then all of your willingness imparts what you have learned. We willingly pray, and then we testify of God's love. We willingly go to the temple and testify of promises and heavenly peace. We live the gospel of Jesus Christ and willingly testify of revelation, repentance, fasting, coming, scriptures, and many more. Sister Corden said, As we choose to seek Christ, the Spirit will witness of Him in many different situations. A sweet young girl bore her testimony a few weeks ago in my ward and said this, quote, When you bear your testimony, you are getting closer to Jesus Christ. When you are closer to Jesus Christ, then you will receive eternal life with Him. End quote. To learn, to grow, to overcome, and then to become more requires willingness to try, willingness to change, and even willingness to transform. Without willingness, all the want in the world will get you nowhere. Without willingness to work for what you want, the wanting becomes empty. Just wanting isn't enough. Willingness requires deliberate, purposeful work and effort. They weren't discouraged when things got harder. They didn't even think they were failing. They thought they were learning. They were willing to try again until they got it. They had a desire to keep going. Somehow they believed they could do it, right in the middle of not being able to do it. They had high hopes that they could. But more important than the confidence they had that they would figure it out, they were willing to allow learning something new right in the middle of the process. What are you doing in your own life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift in your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you'll be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations that will help you keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we are out to find the happy. Thanks so much for listening again today, and get ready to willingly give willingness a try. Bye for now. See you next time.